Give some my confessions. Confessions is one of those albums, one of the few concept albums that abandons the concept about halfway through the album. <laughs> it <Yeah>. says, hey, <laughs> let's just make slappers. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, because he confessed in the first, what was it? Not even the first half of the yeah, album, maybe he, the first he, third of it. You're right. You he know? confessed in the first half, and then the second half, he was like, well, what do I do now? Let's party, boys. Yeah, he's yeah. like, let's party, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I got the hard part out of the, the way. <laughs> yeah, I got the hard, I got the yeah, hard I part. Yeah, I told Chili I got a strange woman pregnant. <laughs> so anyway, where's little John at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it's cool. anyway, peace up. Hey, down, down. <laughs> Yo, wait, was that song on that album, too? <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> Everybody forget that was album that like right after Thriller numbers. <laughs> Like that was the last like really huge selling like million in the first week album I think before, you know, like not really streaming. Streaming was uh, a couple of years after that, but like you know the MP3 era, yeah, really yeah. just like killed it all. That's actually a really good point because I was a uh, I was thinking about with the uh, Succession uh, that show Succession and it being the in its last season in HBO and uh sort of like the, the vein of show prestige TV shows that like was monocultural, you know, everybody was watching at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like uh yeah, that confessions album, man, it didn't matter whether you were like black, you know, from the hood or whether you were white living in the country or whether you whatever you were, man, everybody was bumping that song. It's cuz it that whole album. It it had it had a universal theme which is like even if sin sin <laughs> yes like sin. even if you're even if you're confessing to like mom i accidentally cut uh my little brother's hair and now he looks stupid as fuck you know it's like you, you, you even if you're confessing gave hitler, gave hitler youth i gave haircut. him my, i gave my brother hitler youth haircut again <laughs> yeah, i gave mom. my brother the richard spencer i gave him the hitler haircut again mom it's like you can relate to that you can relate to having to make a confession the cu- the track listing of that album is hilarious because the Lil John song yeah is actually before the confession, so it's like oh, oh well, he's loosening her right? he like, like hey let's get let's get a little <laughs> not well that's 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 all, that's the journey to the confession because that's why he has to make the confession he went to the club he got too lit yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucked okay, around yeah. a little bit in the bathroom too much yeah was actually why he has to make the confession exactly exactly yeah exactly. he what he doesn't tell you is that the way she gets slow the the chick he's talking about in that is not his woman. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not his woman. Exactly. It's his ex, from what I remember from the, because like I love the confession song. I dude, I see, I sing it to myself all the time. Not part two, <laughs> not part two, but part one, because his confession is everything that I've been doing is all bad, which is a hilarious. <laughs> way to confess like everything i've been doing is bad <laughs> i've nearly not done it one thing right like, <laughs> 365 days out of the year not one not time did once. I, I, I love i love that just like and that's why i sing it to myself all the time it's like every time i fuck up or something i'm like man everything i've been doing is all bad bad <laughs> <laughs> Go bad, bad. I mean, it's a, it's an earnest confession, man. I think uh, I think in this day and age, uh, we're long overdue for uh, you know one of those uh, confessionals. Now, I know the album is called Confessions, but we need like confessional music, man. We need people uh, pouring their hearts out about uh, you know. I'm gonna push back on, uh, just a little bit, Aaron. 
I think <laughs> Usher's in direct violation of the advice we dispensed on the last premium episode, which is deny till you die. <laughs> this of course, is true. This is true. You know, if you have a kid with a woman she sues you for paternity, you're kind of dead to rights. Which was kind of the subject of the deny till you die thing. I mean, you know, on the other hand, uh, it makes for good uh, subject matter for uh, for a Grammy award-winning album. Well, you're right. <laughs> every it is interesting. Every major pop song now, like if you listen to like Taylor Swift or, I mean, Drake isn't quite in this corner because. Drake leans. He might be in this corner. I mean, those feel like a perfect circle. Almost feel like a perfect surface of these. Toilet, toilet, sip the Drake. Yeah, you're right. Like, like what's this? Well, what's I was this? gonna say that, like, it seems that if you compare confessions to like Taylor Swift or something, the lyrical content these days is all about how you've been done wrong. You've done, you've been yeah. done bad. But yes. Usher is like, no, everything I'm doing, no, I is do bad. the bad. <laughs> I do the bad. I do the bad. Yeah, everybody else is playing the victim. You're right. I am. Where Usher is a, a is a, a before going out and partying and then owning up to it, and then after he owns up to it, he goes out and parties again. But at least he's you know, yeah, you know, he's account being accountable. He's being he's, he's holding, holding himself, himself accountable. accountable. Yeah. That's never more than it. I could say for a lot of you today. That's right. That's that's, that's more than I could say for a uh, Taylor Swift with her. Uh, with her uh, private jets uh, ruining the environment. Yeah, you know? right. All right, all right. Putting <laughs> ozone uh, in the Drake just existing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Drake ruining the 16 to 21 uh, demographic <laughs> environment. <laughs> I wonder how he yes. took the news that Millie Bobby Brown was engaged. It fell on his knees on like a yacht. This then, like I don't know. He needs to make his own confessions album about that. I I think he's such a savage. He probably didn't even like. He probably didn't even remember saying that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He probably yeah. didn't even remember saying <laughs> that about. Probably him. literally tells every woman that. <laughs> confessions is though it's a masterpiece, kind of in the vein of Marvin Gaye's "Here, My Dear," in my opinion. Mm. So. Anyway, worth revisiting. We should go to the Vegas show. Yeah, I'm down. I'd be down for that. I haven't been to a. I'm gonna tell y'all what I, uh, which is surprising when I tell people I have not been to many live shows or concerts in my lifetime. Probably one or two. I can't even tell you who I saw, man. That's how insignificant it was. So I'd be down. One year, me and Tom had to go to Bonnaroo because we worked at it. Yeah. And it was. Kanye West was there, and we requested that he play Wagon Wheel. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't do it. Well, he, he actually did, did lodge that request. I don't know that it got to his ears, but somebody that could have <laughs> told him that was told to tell him that. Tell him to play Wagon mm-hmm. Wheel, and didn't. He didn't do it. Shame. So maybe he did, and Kanye was like, "What?" No. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we had to work it, and uh, it's a dismal affair. Let me tell you, Bonnaroo. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would like to go to a music festival uh, or concert. I would never want to work at one. Well, yeah, I've been to a that. lot of music festivals. Well, okay, I should take that back. I've been to like Austin City Limits, and South by Southwest isn't really a music festival. It's just like the whole town becomes ground zero of the most annoying people. 
in North America. Oh, planet Earth. In North America. <laughs> <laughs> in, in three continents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in three continents at least. Yeah. yeah. And then I've been to Bonnaroo that one time, and that's just because the nonprofit we were working for made us go work at, the, at Bonnaroo. We didn't actually work the music festival. Mm. But... Um, yeah, man, uh, music festivals are, uh, they are simultaneously worse and better than you would think. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I just get a, I don't know why, but, um, I mean, I mean, I guess I don't know why, but Burning Man as a music festival, I've always wanted to, I've always pictured, you know, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, well, I was thinking of this about Astroworld, too, but then a lot of people died there. So, okay, take that back. <laughs> yeah. but, like a big, but, like, a big event where people are, I don't know, doing a bunch of drugs and, uh, I don't know, living uh, living vicariously. It's a little like Mad Max, I found it. I was too old for it by the time I was 27, which I think is how old it was when we did this. It's been about 10 years ago, I guess. Yeah, it was almost 10 years ago. And... Uh, yeah, like by day three, like you go to the showers and it just looks like something out of fucking <laughs> The Last of Us. Like post-apocalyptic? Yeah. Just say just the like, Holocaust. Like sh- just say the <laughs> Holocaust. <laughs> it's like, what you wanted to say. It just looks like Auschwitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, you ain't putting those words in my mouth. <laughs> He's, not, yep. no, no, no. he said it. That's what he said, everybody. <laughs> Joe, we got him, folks. We got him. Just say the picture of the woman and her boyfriend taking sexy pics in front of Auschwitz this week. It was going around TM. Nah, I feel like man, what? That's crazy. Like I feel like if you no. take sexy pics in front of Auschwitz, armed guards should come out and then take you inside and put you and take you inside. And then put you in <laughs> the oven. And subject you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they, they, you. <laughs> they they lead you into a shower. <laughs> It's like these are the it's rules. Like, like, you wanted a sexy yeah. pic in front of Auschwitz. This is uh, what happened. This it, is. It's like uh, it's like remember where we would do it. Um, uh, we were talking about the uh, the tours, the touring movie sites. You know, yeah. Like oh, the couple episodes past, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, yeah. Like oh, you've won a free prize now. <laughs> you play yeah. stupid games, tour. you win stupid prizes. You win stupid Come prizes. Come this way. <laughs> I, I mean, t- Tom, you and I talked about this. Uh, when I did uh, Faces in the Corner, the Halloween special past last year, and uh, just we were talking about, uh, I was talking about the, the uh, Rose Hall in Jamaica, which is a plantation where, uh, I mean, it's a, essentially a tourist attraction is what it is, and um, it's just how bizarre that is, you know? You know what I mean? And that's like, it's like, all right, man, all right, let me, let me phrase this correctly, because I don't want anybody to think I'm saying, you know what, it's actually, one is worse than the other, they're both fucking horrible. But, like, a plantation physically, okay? Like, you could drive past a plantation, and it has a rolling lawn, like, across all sides. There's trees and shit like that. Motherfuckers getting married Somebody... there on the weekends. <laughs> exactly. Somebody has to tell you, yo, you know, or sometimes you could tell, but she's like, yo, it's a plantation. Ew, that's gross. Okay. But Auschwitz, like, that's, like, literally, I mean, it's a fucking prison, bro. Like, why would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing about that that's evocative of beauty or, like, you know, natural beauty or anything at all. Like, that's like, like no, okay, no, Nobody like... was intended to live there. Like, I mean, both are yeah. awful. I just want to say that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, like, if their whole legacy of slavery hadn't existed on the plantation, you'd say, oh, this was a beautiful place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, full <laughs> exactly. of Dude, in a way, yes. in a way yes. that's interesting to think about because the whole reason that that is the case is because 
the concentration camps were basically put up in wartime. Like there were concentration camps that existed before the war, but they really kicked off once they entered the war. And so they were just these like shabby, barren, industrial type places. The fact that plantations are kind of like bucolic and aesthetically pleasing just goes to show you that like we had concentration camp type things going on for like over well over 150 years you know what i mean yeah. like if yeah. the concentration yeah. 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 it was yes. if the concentration camps had just stay, stayed there in europe for like 100 yeah. years they probably would have started yeah. looking aesthetically pleasing yeah it's, yeah it's, like it's systematically it's, yeah, that's yeah, how evil yeah, yeah. that's how evil the plantation thing is i think it's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's a good it's point like, like, that's a good point that's actually a really good point. it's like uh it's also a perfect metaphor for America, too. Like, a, a common dumb guy refrain I always hear when people... Like, I heard Warren Buffett say it last week, and I started to quote tweet a Warren Buffett thing. I was like, this is so hack. But I still feel mm. this way. Like, he's like, oh, we all complain, but, like, th- like it's nev- there's never been a better time in human history to be alive and all this stuff. And it's like, that's almost the greater tragedy. Really, right. that we have all this technology and and know how and all these things that we didn't have even twenty thirty years ago, and we still have so many people immiserated. That's like in my mind, that's worse. It's kind of the it's kind of the plantation metaphor. It's like the fact that America had these beautiful places where we still immiserated people. It's like you know, it's, it's not a greater tragedy, but it's like like it's just more. It's it's not more. It's just insidious. You know. In a, in a, you know what I was thinking about? You know what I was thinking about? I should have told y'all that we could talk about maybe. I mean, you can talk about it now a little bit. I don't know much about it, but uh, uh, I was looking at this thread that More Perfect Union had uh, put out on Twitter that said uh, child labor laws are back, right, because of this loosening in 11 states. I think uh, Iowa being the most recent, maybe, uh-huh. um, where they are, like, loosening child labor laws where, I mean, you know, you have, you could, I think you could be as young as 14 and work in certain uh, 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 certain, like, occupations, but this is limited to hours and you have to have parental consent and stuff. So all these states are uh, loosening those laws. And at the same time, you know, I'm looking at all this shit about AI now, right? And I know that the AI isn't like, it's not the science fiction, like William Gibson, like Neuromancer shit. It's, 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 it's but at the same time, though, it is like, it is going, we're going to see this explosion, right? In automation and AI over the next couple of years. And I don't think it'll get to any of that, but just the point that this, this kind of, uh, uh, this, uh, this I don't know this kind of accumulation of you know, this cumulative technology of emerging technologies over the past like you know thirty years right leading up until this point, and then they're bringing back like you got like little kids with their little hands that have been working at Nissan factories and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's literally going back to like some like 19th, 20th century. Like I mean 19th century shit. It's like kind of wild, man. To I mean just to your point, Tom. It's like uh, that's a that's a that's crazy to me. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there is an article in the New York Times about <clears throat> U.S. was warned of migrant child... Oh, this is migrant child labor, but still, I mean, it's pretty fucked up, but White House and federal agencies were repeatedly alerted to the signs of chi- children at risk. The warnings were ignored or missed. Hmm. Yeah. That shit is evil as fuck, man. I mean, I don't know if it doesn't doesn't make any uh this doesn't make any sense to point out right wing hypocrisies like you know obviously we all know these motherfuckers don't care about kids but uh I don't know man that's just like apparently I think the Iowa the Iowa like state house or some shit I don't think it was Iowa they uh 
they went all night to vote on this and they voted on it five in the morning and i'm like what kind of what kind of sociopathic minds you guys have to sit there for like 12 hours and say, okay, debate the matter of whether children like under 18 years old, you know what I'm saying? Like children, like teenagers should be able to fucking work there. Right, for how long, actually? That's great. <laughs> yeah, Just no. burning the candle. Well, in agreement, they should, they should not be freeloaders. They need to be working. But for how long is working. the question? <laughs> You're right. Burning the candle at both ends. Just to pass child legislation law, like that's what a <laughs> shitty time to be to a go kid. Go home to your own kids. You can like, yeah, you're, you're yeah. like fucking dad can marry you off to an adult man in some fucking states. You have to go fucking work in the goddamn Nissan mines for fucking <laughs> quarter a day, you know, and a fucking pack of snackables and an hour of TikTok. Yeah, and then on top of that, if and then assuming all that doesn't wreck you. You fucking, uh, you, you probably going to die in a hell of gunfire or by, you know, uh, an ever growing alphabet of pathogens out there. <laughs> That's why I always say, man, the, the, the zoomers are either going to, uh, start the next, uh, protracted people's war or cannibalize us in the, in the climate apocalypse. It's probably the latter. That's probably more likely, you yeah. <laughs> know, in between, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no in between, man. Yeah, the kids are all right, or they're uh, or they're kind of scary. They're yeah, their kids are all right, or they're missing three digits on their left hand because they got it caught in a <laughs> assembly line. <laughs> they got the figure card machine or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like that's so. the choices in America. Either uh, lose your fingers in the assembly line, or uh, you know. Uh, go steal catalytic converters and maybe hurt yourself. <laughs> uh, you could you could either die uh, you could die old and indebted, or you could die young and maimed. You know, <laughs> that's, <true. laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> live fast, die young, and leave a three fingered corpse. <laughs> that's America, uh, greatest country in the history of the world, man. Oh man! Well, I, I did. I did have one item I want to talk about. That is, yeah. What you got? The Sinaloa cartels went woke. Oh, they went woke. I didn't want. I didn't they want. Got, they got struck by the woke virus. I didn't want to bring it up, but they've reflected on that it's wrong to kill black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they've come out and they've made an statement and an apology to the families of the folks from South Carolina that went down there. I think. Wait, were they really black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a black family oh, from South shit, Carolina. Bro. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. That that's so. What was their apology? Like, did they do a notes app post? <laughs> yeah, they post. Yeah, posted on like yeah, their, their the, Twitter, the Instagram. Blue check, the, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the, the Sinaloa check. cartel's got blue check. You clicked. It's like subscribe to Twitter blue. <laughs> <laughs> nah, better yet, yet, nah. This should actually be no. Actually, this is a notable category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should verify all crime syndicates on Twitter and and terrorist groups. In my opinion. Yeah, was it ISIS or was it a uh, what group was it on Twitter, bro? Wasn't it one of these groups on Twitter? I think I don't know. The Yakuza. Nah, not the Yakuza. I think it was a... I don't remember what it was, man. I, the Islamic State, I think they were on Twitter. I think they literally were on Twitter, At man. the mob. Yeah. The f- At the mob. Subscribe to Twitter, boy. 
at an offer you can't refuse. The funniest <laughs> middle America racist talking point is um, like dads from the suburbs saying like, T- like talking about like black gangs in in the inner cities, like squaring off against like Sinaloa cartels and MS thirteen and stuff. Like in their minds, like the black gangs don't stand a chance. It's like this weird racial hierarchy where there's like they. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like they have to. Imagine- no, that makes that makes perfect sense because they're like, oh, they're like, oh, I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen, uh, I've seen like the Godfather. I've seen the mob shit. These motherfuckers are way more put together. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, little do you know, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 like, it, little do you know. It's like, like the Wakandans versus the, the you know. Yeah, the fucking, uh, racist dads yeah. love to fantasize about gangs squaring off against each other and uh, racial gangs. Too. Racial gangs. Yeah, I guess so that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, they think yeah, it's yeah. like uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Like, you know those games <laughs> yeah, where it's really like <laughs> just these different character universes, but they're squaring off in the streets of America and threatening, uh, you know, our good white all American boys. They really do, yeah. So, so, hey, Tom. So, what did uh? So, what did this? Did you, did you have a? You have the apology verbatim from the cartel. I'll say. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Uh, I, I'm just see when you when you told us through text. I was thinking. Uh, I was I was I wasn't really thinking that they killed. I thought they just killed some um some Lily White. You know, like a uh, a uh, Taurus going on spring break, some type of shit. You know, I what thought I mean? so Which, too. You know. Yeah, I mean, which is cause for outrage, you know, regardless. I mean, I mean, well, in the United States, we just saw this uh, young white girl get killed, turned in somebody's driveway. But that all being said, um, as a brother, um, I got to I got to uh, I got to raise the, the, the black power fist, man, the solidarity fist to the uh, to the to the cartel for uh, being intersectional. They, you know, they confess you know, that indeed black lives do matter. They confess you know, like respect. Usher, basically. Yeah, they they did. They did. They, now, how are they going to go as far as defund the police? Uh maybe they will. The Democratic well, Party didn't. So, uh, you know. Let me read their pol- let me read their statement. I'll let y'all decide they if they're ready to lo defund the police para matar <laughs> yeah. los personas. Gulf Cartel <laughs> apologizes. They said, "Quote, this is from the Associated Press. Our deepest apologies for what occurred on the 3rd of March." We have decided to turn over those who were directly involved and responsible in the events who at the times acted under their own decision-making and lack of discipline and against the rules of the CDG. <laughs> What's Bro, the CDG? this is better than cops do. This is a Which, better fucking apology than cops. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? This segment, this segment was like, is would be a great, who said it, the LAPD or the Sinaloa cartel? Or the Gulf cartel? <laughs> Which it operates respecting innocent people. How I, I like I like the idea of a woke cartel is like, listen, are we murderous scumbags? Sure we are, but guess what? We, no women, no kids. We have we, rules. We have, we have rules. Ethics. Yeah, we we won't open up. We won't start a shootout in a mall, you know, or a playground. You know, we got rules. Little do they know, there's no ethical murder, mass murder under capitalism. If someone would just tell no, them not. that. There's not. They got to read the. Uh, they got to read the. Uh, what's that? Foucault or Khan or some shit. They got to read know? bell hooks. Bell hooks. If you only the cartels had read bell hooks, we, <laughs> none of us mayo ass honkies would be in this mess. <laughs> There's something like hilarious about apologizing for something that that literally you can't take back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if, if they kidnap some people, be like, oh yeah, this was a mistake. Sorry. But like yeah. it's so weird to murder people and then be like, "Listen, 
we've reflected, we've decided that we were wrong about this. Oh, dude, it's like how, I think it was in like the 70s, the state of maybe Maryland, whatever state executed Sacco and Vanzetti, they like apologized for it. It's like Is that it's New like, Jersey or something. Maybe it was New Jersey. It could have been New Jersey. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it probably was New Jersey. It's like they they apologized for it. It's like at the time everybody said this was like bullshit. It's like yeah, what, like what you guys it? are late. I mean, I don't know. The only reason Wait, I, I've got Sacco and Vanzetti on my wall back there at the New Jersey City Museum, courtesy of Doctor Alejandro Andreas and fam. Uh, so that's my guess, <laughs> New Jersey. It's like apologizing for bombing Hiroshima. It's like, yeah, we were acting up a little bit. This is my confession. Yeah. Sorry, I dropped two bombs on two large metropolitan areas. <laughs> These are my confession. Kill a hundred thousand people in forty-five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Man, thrown and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Guess I gotta. Put one atom into two. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Split one atom into two. <laughs> Oppenheimer confession. Yeah. Oh my. Oppen- yeah, Oppenheimer. The Oppenheimer confession. <laughs> <laughs> that that should have been the whole movie with Benedict Cumberbatch or whatever. This was it Benedict Cumberbatch? Or wait, who the fuck was? I don't know. It was like what? Yo, the, it's one of those dudes, bro. It's Adrian. It's either Adrian Brody, Benedict Cumberbatch, motherfucker. It's one of those guys. I know what you're talking about. This is my confession. Who. We got a big grant from the government from FDR <laughs> to make a bomb in the New Mexico <laughs> desert. This is with my a bunch of Nazis. With a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> with Richard Feynman and a bunch of Nazis. Werner von Braun. <laughs> Operation Paperclip. Man, I'm throwed and don't you know that we didn't learn any lessons, so here comes Chernobyl. <laughs> Now the whole world's on the brink of apocalypse. My confession. <laughs> and then at the end, he's just like, "Listen, um, it's like the guy. You remember the Russian soldier that touched the big rod at Chernobyl? That was like the most yeah atomic thing on the planet. Uh-huh. He's like, he's just like start. You know, Usher's just like, there's and it's spoken- the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah, to there's tell a spoken you word part. Yeah." Yeah, it's that guy talking about like how he shouldn't have done that because now he's got like fourteen rare cancers, <laughs> <laughs> unheard of cancers, and now I got fourteen, fourteen rare cancers, and Zelensky's still the president of Ukraine. Was it worth it? No, <laughs> was it worth it? Hell no. Hell no. So with that, I say I'm I'm dying soon, but. I just want to say, <laughs> Slava Ukraine. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah. All right. Oh, here's what my. we're going to do, boys. We're going to write the next Hamilton, but it's just like a history of the atomic bomb. Yeah. It's like yeah, nuclear yeah. disasters. Yeah, yeah. About a, a bunch of uh, a bunch of men on their deathbeds uh, apologizing for. Uh, Launching the world into a the atomic <laughs> age and a nuclear apocalypse. Possibly. Oh man, this is yeah. 
this by this by far the hardest thing I think I've ever had to do. To tell you the woman I love that I'm having a baby by a woman I barely even know. <laughs> yeah, you God, fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up, bro. Damn uh, near cried when they dropped the big bomb. <laughs> now I'm quoting the bottom of the I thought that you would damn near there cry when they dropped the, the big wall. bomb. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't. I didn't cry, first of all. I'm not no bitch, but I damn near did. <laughs> When they drop that shit. <laughs> now I am become destroyer of the death of worlds. <laughs> Shouldn't have split those atoms into two. Now it's a major motion picture starring Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Directed by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah. Damn near cried when I saw them shadows on the wall. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn near lost my mind when I saw Cillian Murphy was playing me. He's way too <laughs> handsome. <laughs> What's he doing? I'm just Robert Oppenheimer, <laughs> looking like a thumb. Dude, that that is way. That is a huge historical catfish. Like that's come we on. Were, dude. We were talking about that a couple episodes ago. Uh, what other actor? Uh, I forget what other. Uh, what other actor or historical figure that they uh, just made way too damn sexy, man? Well, not that Matt Damon's like way too damn sexy. I, he's like kind of like ninety, like sexy for like nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. But yeah. like now, I think he's just kind of you know, just an average cat. But yeah. it's not that they cast him as Sonny Vaccaro, the man in that movie Air about the Jordans. I, I challenge you, friends, to go Google Sonny Vaccaro and then Google Matt Damon and tell me that's not the worst casting in I'm history. I'm going to look this shit up right now. He says Sonny Vaccaro, and that's the dude that uh, got Jordan his... Uh... Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, he looks decrepit now. I got to go back to the like, late 80s. I love it. I was about to say, Jesus. Said the, mo- said the war's been over for three months, but they're still dropping it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Said we've been done fine for three months, but they keep it. First but they I thought it. mine was damn. <laughs> oh shit! That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna write a Hamilton-style musical, and it's just one long extended cut of Usher's confessions, but tell telling the story of. The creation of the nuclear bomb. You got to start with Operation Paperclip. (laughs) Had to get him for the Soviets, did. (laughs) (laughs) Guess it started with the space race. (laughs) 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 And somebody comes out there, like on a piano. This actually would be really tight. And they're just playing like the melody to Confessions on the piano. Oh man, that's Usher's Confessions. (laughs) And then one by one, people start coming out, and it's like you got, you know, as it all unfolds, it's all these characters, you know. Yeah, Werner Braun Braun. Werner Braun Braun, whoever's on the Soviet side, I don't know. Korolev, I don't know who he was. Uh, Oh, my God. What's the guy who killed JFK? Him and his brother? Alan Dulles. Alan, the Dulles brothers. They're there. Sullivan and Cromwell. God, man. It's a veritable who's who. And it culminates in the end, it's like, 
because we're like it's going to be like very lib so we're going to be like and we can't let Iran get one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly it won't even it won't even end with the United States dropping like the implications of us dropping the bomb it's just like no now we have to make sure right <laughs> 70 years in the future yeah. that Iran doesn't get what yeah. can't make sure the Ayatollah you know, and if Kim no, Jong Un gets one Oh, God help us all. God help us all. <laughs> and then it's Confessions Part 2, man. Yeah. Why we have to justify nuking North Korea. Jonathan <laughs> Pollard was a spy for Israel, but we gave him the nuke secrets on accident. <laughs> and Trump took home the nuclear codes. <laughs> and said he wouldn't give them back until they made him the president. But then came Sleepy Joe and he did the same thing, basically. <laughs> Yo, Dev, you just really made me think, uh, like, what if what if you just held, hey, what if Trump, instead of, uh, instead of uh, some January 6th inciting a coup, just, nah, I'm going to hold on to these. <laughs> for safekeeping. For life. <laughs> for life. Yeah. Safe and I'll be president for life. <laughs> That oh, friends is a that's what you call a winning idea. I also have another winning idea if you want to hear it. It's just changing gears yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's a parody of the hit TV show Succession, but it's called Succession, and it takes place during the Great War <laughs> between like the North already. and the South. I fuck with the shit already. Go ahead, Tom. Go uh, off. And it's go like, off, brother. It's like I don't even know if Jefferson Davis had any kids, but it's like all his like shitty kids mm-hmm. and they're gonna be named shiv davis uh like, who's the other one <laughs> jeremy strong davis jeremy no logan well not logan what's his fucking name what is kendall the oh kendall kendall, 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 kendall davis. davis yeah we're just gonna Robin, have the Robin same davis. names as the the shitty kids from succession mm-hmm. but they're going to be jefferson davis's kids and hell we might work usher's confessions into that one too and make it a musical but so what's so the Are they are they trying to are they trying to uh, 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 like take over his legacy from uh, from the Confederacy? Are yeah, they it's gonna to... be historical fiction, right? Because okay. one, I don't know how many kids he had, or if he even had any, or if he had mm-hmm. twenty seven, or he probably birthed some a lot of illegitimate black yeah. children too. Probably that's probably my hunch for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's what it's gonna be, and it's gonna be like who gets to take over. Like, who gets to be, like, the face of the Confederacy? And one of the kids is going to be, like, uh, Muammar Gaddafi's son that was trying to get Libya some, like, you know, mainstream neoliberal street credentials. You know yeah, what I mean? He's yeah, like, like, listen, we're like, going straight. The Confederacy's going straight. It, it, it's like it's, it's like Jeremy Strong's character uh, uh, being the uh, the exemplar for uh, woke liberalism. Yeah, but, like, It'll being... Be, uh, yeah, being kind of like the millennial who like wants to take it into the new age, and so they're doing. Like, we'll be startups. nice to the slaves, promise. Yeah, we'll be nice right. to the slaves. We'll give the three square meals a day. Some of them even enjoy it. Right, that's what he's going to start with. <laughs> he's going to. He's. It's the the story is going to be that guy is the one that started the some slaves are happy thing. Yeah. You know yes. What I mean? yes. Yes. Right. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he like builds them some pickleball courts. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like he's like he's the good and benevolent slave owner that we've all been told ex- definitely existed in uh, Southern history classes. You know what you just made me think about? Uh, uh, this seems like it would. Uh, it seems like a better version of what I was gonna say, but it would dovetail perfectly with uh, the guys from fuck man, the guys from Game of Thrones. I think the brothers or no, they're brothers or they're just friends. I don't know anything. I don't watch that show, but uh, they wanted to do the show called Confederate. 
uh, yeah, which was an yeah. alternate. Like really, like alternate- really, we're gonna do it. Yeah, they were re- they were gonna do it until like the backlash, but it was uh, an alternate history where uh, uh, slavery, the institution of slavery, um, was never abolished, and I guess the United States was uh, either split between North and South with like you know free labor in the North and um, uh, slavery in the South, and uh, people were really really upset. But you know what, man? Because I mean, you know, there's an argument to be made that a uh, you know, although slavery was abolished, you know, I was, still, I was, on, still, I, I was watching exactly. that. One. You go, well, you know, there's an argument to be made. I was like, Aaron, it, it, it where are you going with yeah. that? <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I would have watched that shit, though. People got bad, but I would have watched that shit, though, dog. I would have watched it, especially if it, uh, if it had succession, um, like Bob, man, where we get a bunch of, uh, a bunch of kids jostling for power. Yeah. I just need to be an ideas guy. I need somebody that actually works in that godforsaken industry to go ahead and make that and just yeah, give me a little credit, you know. But secession isn't that is what definitely. a producer does? Basically, no, a producer I guess funds it, right? I just want to throw ideas out there and have yeah, other people. I ain't yeah. got no money, and I can't yeah, execute, I but I can cook up gold up yeah. here in this dome. You know that lyric in Confessions. Uh, <laughs> She opened up the door and didn't want to come near me. That That's about yeah. the guy that got radioactive poison. Like, he's so radioactive, his wife won't come near him. Had to put like, on the hazmat suit. Why'd you leave me, baby? It's because I could give you cancer. <laughs> <laughs> because you glow in green. <laughs> yeah. 420 uh. microsiemens on the register. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, yeah the hazmat the guy- gear stays on during sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is kind of wild to like get one of those. I did that in my physics class at college. They would give us one of those meters, and like the teacher would just bring in like dishware from the seventies, and it would just be off the charts radioactive. <laughs> uh, dude, Yo, this. Every, every- Go ahead, go ahead. Terry. I was going to say, this This whole thing works, actually, because I forgot. God, that album is so great, because after Confessions, the song after Confessions is Burn. You got to oh, let it burn. You got to let it burn. That's what we go out to. <laughs> you got to let it burn. And it's just it's just the planet in peril. It's just like a montage of, like, like you know, like, just sad shit, like polar bears are just, like, skeletons now, and, like, all Smoldered this shit cities. is bur- yeah, burning up, and then it's just all set to let it burn and then everybody's like this musical's great i don't know who these degenerates are that wrote it but it's powerful and moving powerful (laughs) it would be the perfect uh it really would be perfect uh like to follow in the vein of uh hamilton tom it really would be like uh this neoliberal uh you know like uh escapism man let it burn let it burn You made a a, a real travesty that nobody's ever written a script about the Haitian Revolution that I'm aware of. Mm. That's like that's like gold, man. (laughs) Yo, the dude who did uh, the dude who did the young Karl Marx, um, and I forget what other movie. He's uh, he's Haitian actually. Uh, It'd be tight if if he did that, man. I would love to see that shit. Oh man, a dramatization of the Haitian Revolution. That'd be so fucking tight, dude. I, I love that shit, man. Nah, but then they would, you know, but then they would figure out a way, just like they did with the Fred Hampton Black Panther movie, where it was from the point of view of the informant. They would try to figure out a way to make, make it from the, the French the, point of view the heroes, of Black- yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. 
there's, I guess there's from the that, point of view of a, a captured Frenchman or some shit like that. Yeah, there's that one like there's there's that one benevolent like French viceroy that's like, you know, kind of sympathetic yeah, to slave. the slaves, but thinks that they should do it the right way at the ballot yeah, box. Yeah. yeah, we were we were good to the slaves. You know, we shouldn't have, but we were good to them. Yeah, and then that'll be the story that gets lifted up. <laughs> God damn man. Um, someone sent me an article. We could read. I don't know if. Yeah. Just breaking. Um, we could read this. It's it's in the New York Times. It's Brett Stevens. Oh wait, okay. Well, before there is an article, but then there is another thing. There's this thing I just saw too. This is in the Daily Mail. Exclusive. Prominent DeSantis ally who shot himself dead last year was under investigation <laughs> for using sold-out Taylor Swift tickets to lure... Yeah, read that. Can you, can you read that? Sorry, can you start the headline over? <laughs> <laughs> Prominent DeSantis ally who shot himself dead last year. <laughs> I, I, like, he had to be more specific. <laughs> Yeah, shot himself dead. Oh, the one that shot himself dead. Multiple people shot themselves, but (laughs) yeah, multiple DeSantis allies have shot themselves, but this one shot himself. Only one was successful. Uh, He was under investigation for using sold-out Taylor Swift tickets to lure teen to his office and show him her breasts. Then tried to buy family silence. Dog, of course, bro. The they're conservatives. They're all pedos. They're one, Yo, every last single one of them, brother. <laughs> every one of them is a fucking pedophile. What's, one of them. There's nothing funny about this, obviously, but it's like, you could imagine this guy going to the family and being like, listen, grooming is our thing that we're harping on. Like, my boss will kill me if, like, right. I'm Dude. the groomer. Dude. So take my money. <laughs> was, it, was it DeSantis talking about uh, building a, 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 a jail or some shit? Like, with the money that they would tax from Disney or building a jail near Disney, and it's like, yeah, man, that makes it a that makes it easier. So you fucking uh, kid diddlers that are diddling kids at Disney World can go right over to the fucking jail when you get caught, man. It'll be a it'll be a a quick a, a quick transit, man. Yeah, you can right just there. walk Ron's confidence. You can just ride right over there, over, right from Disneyland right to the fucking jail, man. Jesus, dude, this is weird. This guy. The guy that shot himself dead, mm. whose name is, what is it, Kent Sternen? Sturman? Kent Sturman. Kent Sternum? Sternum. <laughs> Kent he got shot to Sturman? He, um, I, I, he, I love how he offered them a five-figure hush money deal. Five figures. <laughs> it's like, okay, you obviously didn't want it bad enough. Nah, you gotta you gotta offer the bag if you want silence. Yeah, yeah. God, I hate these fucking assholes. Um, <laughs> You're better off just telling somebody to fuck off and they're not getting anything rather than like trying to offer them like a paltry bribe, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, like I've traumatized you in your life. How about this? Uh, how about this? Uh, lint and pennies that I have in my fucking <laughs> pocket. Belly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like couch change right now. <laughs> I guess this guy had a special designation, like a badge designation for the Jacksonville sheriffs. Oh, I was about to say, so you had a pedo badge designation? He had like, a pedo badge. <laughs> <laughs> he flashed it and it let him in. Yeah. <laughs> let him in the pedo for 
Um, this doesn't surprise me. I want to just tell you something. Every cop I was ever around growing up, and this is strictly anecdotal, granted, but I still think there's like a kernel of truth to it. Every one of them I was ever around growing up uh, was all, always said shit like, oh, I can't wait till the cashier at the BP turns 18. She's she's jailbait, yeah. that kind of shit. Like, all of them say that shit. Like, there is a type. I'm sorry, there is. I mean, again, like, I don't know. These people are like, I don't know, man. It's just like, you know, a lot of these people, like, say that they care about kids, but they're just, like, incredibly powerful people who are sociopaths. Like, you know, I mean, I just don't put it past them to just prey upon the most, like, vulnerable people in society, you know? So, I guess... And cops included in that, you know what I mean? He had this this badge... That basically let him in to, like, it looks like evidence rooms and shit. Like, says Thurman used his special JSO badge on almost 200 different dates. And that's the Jacksonville Sheriff's uh, Circle. I don't know. Well, they don't give know you, like, they... a gold star or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, basically. Fucking... <laughs> they give you basically a gold star. Uh, he used it on more than 200 different dates between 2017 and 2022, swiping the badge more than 700 times in total to access Jacksonville Sheriff Headquarters, multiple sheriff's office, office substations, and JSO aviation facilities. Dude, this dude probably fucking burned all kinds of records. Wait, so... so Allegedly. So, so, <laughs> so aviation, so what does this mean? Like, like, like flight, like, plans and shit like that? Like, was he, like, like... Like deleting evidence from Lil St. James Island trips or some shit like that. Like what's going on? You know what I mean? Like what's going on, man? I don't know. Oh don't man, know. dude. Oh man. I, I think we should just start over. I think we should just route out all of these people and just start over. It, it's just so goddamn pathetic. It's like the most vocal like kill kill pedophiles guys are usually pedophiles. And then on top of that, it's like Oh, so the people that are harping on grooming on the left or whatever are the same people in the same state houses that are saying it's okay for 13-year-olds to marry grown fucking men. Yep. You know? Well, in this case, this guy was literally trying to groom a child. This is the sequence of events. Mm -hmm. This guy was literally trying to groom a child. He had access to every major law enforcement office in the Jacksonville area, including its records and probably its evidence uh, lockers, too. He got caught. He got brought under a criminal investigation and then blew his fucking Kind of makes you feel bad for Vance Foster, though. <laughs> like poor yeah. Vance could have weathered that storm easily compared to a lot of the shit going on. A lot now. of these motherfuckers. I know. He yeah. killed, I know. Yeah. As we've said yeah. multiple times, that's really the saddest thing. The guy, my man, killed himself over like a scandal that involves like letting some like un. I think it was like people that didn't have access like into a hotel where the Clintons were or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what. I don't remember what Whitewater was, but it was very. It was very innocuous, yeah. like compared to you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Well, uh, it, you know, it's also like this guy's a. Uh, I mean, it's also like this guy's like thick with DeSantis, right? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just a, a I, guy I, that like was partying with high schoolers. I guess is where I'm yeah. going with that. Yeah, when he was yeah, a teacher. Yeah. When he was a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, worst oh, kind of guy. Like, seriously. 
God, man. Oh, oh man. man. <clears throat> I feel really shitty, fellas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, uh... The the allergies are kicking your boy's ass. The allergies, man. Yeah, I've never uh no, I've never had them that bad, man. I'm pretty fortunate about that. I'm sorry, brother. That uh Maybe I'm doing. You, you don't uh you don't got any uh what was that shit? Nasal uh, I got it. I allergen. Every single medicine I have tried and none of it has You tried the good old weed? I'm just gonna have to kill myself. You're just gonna have to kill yourself. I'm just gonna have to man. blow my. I do think about that sometimes. I do like think about, like I have wait, so wait, much. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. <laughs> tell somebody that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying sometimes I have so much pressure in my head that I'm like, I think about how nice and relieving it might feel to just yeah, yeah. blow my fucking head off. Because you know no, what I mean. Because the pressure would vent out, or maybe I just need okay. to like trip trepan myself or whatever. That's what that's what I was thinking. You need a you need a needle, man. You need to put a needle right there, like a balloon, and just let the air, like a helium balloon, and just let the pressure. Oh man, you're right. It just fills the balloon, and then I, suck I think it I'm back basically in. talking about a lobotomy. I think that's a lobotomy. Yeah, lobotomy. I think you're describing what you're describing as a lobotomy. <laughs> Write a note to your parents saying you're better off without my allergic ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't put you through this anymore. All these Zyrtec bills. Can't put you through the uh, coffee. Dog, Zyrtec is not. It is not cheap, <laughs> and it doesn't even do anything. It complete. It doesn't even fucking work. Mm, we gotta. We gotta tackle big Zyrtec, man. Big. Uh, big allergy medicine. Do, um, racket. The I, the thing I wanted to read was an yeah. op-ed from Brett Stevens. Now we don't have to read this. We can talk, we, we it's, what step back from that ledge, my friend. Like we don't <laughs> have to do this. Um, one word and we turn right back around. But uh, it's pretty fucking dumb. The Dude, Brett Stevens wrote it. You said yeah, Brett Stevens wrote it. It's called "Undeterred Criminals Plus Demoralized Cops Equals More Crime." Now oh the God. the reason I, I love it. that is like. It just really pairs down like how Brett's brain works. Mm. It's like anybody. This is why mathematicians are the stupidest fucking people on the planet. Anybody that puts anything into a formula is wrong. Yeah, I feel like it's a truism. If you think you have a formula for something, x plus y equals z, you're wrong. You're yeah. all, you're just yeah. wrong. Sorry. I could like, I could agree with that. <laughs> I could agree with that. I mean, I could agree with that because I feel like uh, it's this uh, it's this application to um, um, uh, not that I'm not saying like logic and uh, material. It's not, but it's not. Lo- it's this application of logic and systems uh, in places where it may they may not fit. You know. Yep. I'm not yeah, persuaded yeah. yet, but I need more. Mm-hmm. Well, my, I'm I guess not my, against it. Mm-hmm. I guess my point is this: that like paradoxically we were raised to think that logic and equations and rationality reasoning are the markers of a smart person but i feel like it makes you sound so fucking stupid when you say undeterred criminals plus demoralized cops equals more crime like even it doesn't matter what would be in those uh, designations in the formula, like even if it was like what two buttholes plus three <laughs> balls, 
equals girls, a sticky situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> one sticky situation. <laughs> um, one bob, two atoms. <laughs> one bob, yeah. <laughs> Not a fun time. Not a fun time. Uh, two year. Okay, let's start here. Two years ago, a white Chicago police officer named Eric Stillman fatally shot Adam Toledo, an unarmed 13-year-old Mexican-American with no criminal record, while the boy was complying with the officer's orders following a late-night foot chase. The killing brought greater awareness to police brutality in Latino communities, yet no charges were filed against Stillman. Since then, Chicago has been able to turn a corner on violent crime, Thanks partly to investments in after-school youth programs. Huh. Murders are down by 20% from two years ago. He says that's one version of the events, the version favored by the progressive left. Oh, this is... No. I feared oh, this no. was going here. Another progressives. version. Because I was version. like, damn, man, Brett's turned a corner here. <laughs> Another version goes like this. On March 29, 2021, at 2.36 a.m., Stillman and his partner responded to a call that shots were being fired. Stillman, oh, my God. You're going to want to make me fucking shoot this guy. Go ahead. Stillman Sorry. pushed Ruben Roman, asshole. a 21-year-old with a criminal record, to the ground and chased Toledo, who was holding a 9-millimeter handgun down a dark alley. Stillman yelled, drop it. Toledo dropped the gun, or Toledo tossed the gun behind a fence and turned toward him. The officer filed the fatal, fired the fatal shot less than a second after Toledo got rid of the gun. Stillman then immediately jumped to Toledo's aid and called for an ambulance. Roman was acquitted of firing the weapon at a passing car. His lawyers argued that it might have been Toledo who had fired the weapon. Stillman was placed on administrative leave. Chicago's interim police superintendent, Eric Carter, recommended last week that Stillman be fired. So uh, that's the other version, but Brett kind of makes it obvious that that's the one he believes. Yeah, it's uh, clear that's the one that he like initially when he starts it off. Like, it's clear that's the one that he believes. You always start. You always start with the one that you don't actually believe in, you know, but mm-hmm. that your reader finds plausible. So then you can follow with actually what really happened though was mm-hmm. fucking piece of shit. Uh, homicides are in fact down in Chicago, but they remain at some of the highest rates since the nineties and overall crime spiked by 41% between 21 and 22 last weekend alone mass mass hooliganism overwhelmed Chicago's downtown. Come on. Nobody uses that word. (laughs) Let me ask y'all a question. (laughs) Come on, yo. (laughs) Let me ask you a very serious question too. How many of these cunts have you heard say the word, well, just last week in Chicago in the last five years? (laughs) And then drop some insane statistics like there were more murders last weekend, last Saturday night in Chicago (laughs) than in the entire year of 1994 alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, man. Mass hooliganism. These fucking people... What is mass hooliganism? Isn't it hooliganism? Fucking football fans from the UK and shit. That's what they call hooliganism. The ones that get really, especially politically, in like into the fandom of the fucking teams. What are you using, man? You can't. You can't think I'm gonna take you seriously when you say hooliganism. That sounds like a. They came know, over like, here. Bro. They're invading U.S. That's what he was referring to. That's what he's referring to. Okay. Okay. Like it sounds like shenanigans. He might as well use shenanigans, mass shenanigans. Well, he he does a really like Weasley thing here. He says last weekend alone, mass hooliganism overwhelmed Chicago's downtown while eleven people were killed and twenty six wounded in shooting, shootings across the city. So he's making it seem like the killings and the hooliganism are related. 
Mm. I don't know. I just imagine uh, Brett Stevens going and wagging his finger at the gangster disciples and saying, now you stop with that hooliganism out here you now. You stop with the hooliganism, Dale. Cut it out. Cut it out, hooligans. <laughs> um, maybe there's a lesson in this. Simple and old-fashioned as it may seem, when bad guys walk free and brave cops have to fear for their jobs for doing their jobs, crime tends to go up. And when the national conversation about the Adam Toledo tragedy revolves around the officer's split-second life-or-death decision instead of the question, what is a 13-year-old child doing with a 21-year-old criminal firing a gun at 2.30 a.m., then we are deeply confused about the nature of our problems to say nothing of the way to a solution. I I like how he almost was like, as adopted the thinking of the cartel that made the apology there. (laughs) It's like, instead of... You know, the cop just made a split-second life-changing decision. You know, you would have done the same thing in that position. Mm-mm. It's like, yeah, some things are a little final, you fucking twip. Well, this is why I said earlier uh, when you were reading that uh, apology, Tom, that the cartel has a better response, definitely a better response than the cops when they fucking kill people. The cops don't say anything, right? Um, <laughs> or or they or people like Brett Stevens. Where, like, motherfuckers who actually kill niggas, who actually, like, cut motherfuckers up in little pieces and shoot them and shit like that versus this guy who just sits on his ass and fucking, like, feels the need, though, to provide cover for child-killing cops. Okay. All right. But the cartel's like, nah, we fucked up, man. We'll be, we'll do, like you said, we'll do uh, murders better in the future. Where, uh, apparently, Brett Stevens is like, no, we, uh, no. Nah, I could have said nothing today, but to earn my paycheck from the paper record, I have to go on record and, and say, yes, you know what? It's okay to kill kids. It's okay to kill. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Yeah, so Terrence, what is he? Because bills what ain't going to pay themselves, boys. <laughs> Not just send him to work, but we should kill him too. Like, what is he? What is he saying, though? Like, what is his argument right now? Is it about perception? Yeah. That's basically, I mean, you're basically, a similar dynamic is playing out in other big cities too. Police morale is abysmal. One way in which this fact registers is in high levels of voluntary resignations and early retirements leading to critical Well, maybe they should stop killing people and stop doing fuck shit. Then people wouldn't fucking hate their guts. (laughs) And then maybe they would, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, don't be a maladjusted piss baby that uh, lays in wait until a girl turns 18 to go in there and maybe... Maybe, just maybe, Brett, we're not sending our best. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, the guys who were fucking playing Candy Crush on their phones uh, before they stomp out a, a black teenager. Maybe maybe these guys, like, you know, maybe uh, they're not the best. Maybe they're not the finest. I, I love this. Criminals know there's not enough officers on the street. They know this, Dolores Montgomery. <laughs> This like, hey dog, hey dog, you wanna go commit some crime? Yo, the pigs ain't out there tonight, bro. You wanna go rob this old lady house, yo? Who the fuck is like this? Who the fuck thinks like this, bro? It's like I, I uh, you know, I was born in the late eighties. Just feel like, you know, I came of age during the war on terror and like the crime panic of the nineties and if anything, I feel like there are more cops than I've ever seen. Obviously, I'm probably just more attuned to it now than ever. But like, it's at the same time, it's like there are fucking cops everywhere. Yo, Terrence, you're absolutely right, dude. Like, yo, when I came here in New York, fucking police state, uh, outside the train station, the subway, two cops. When you walk down the stairs on the landing, two cops. Right before you go into the turnstile, two cops. When yeah. you get to the platform, two cops. So they got eight cops. At a fucking trade station where there's hardly anybody in it because it's not rush hour or something. So, yeah, like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Yeah. 
God. New Orleans isn't alone. A recent academic analysis found that 11 out of the 14 cities it studied suffered from higher than expected losses to their police after the George Floyd protests of 2020, with Seattle losing the highest proportion of its force. One possible unfortunate result is that as good cops depart, the quality of newer recruits also suffers. That may help explain the appalling police brutality and the killing of Tyree Nichols in Memphis in January. Then there's the other side, the growing sense of impunity among the criminally inclined. I like yeah, I like how he says. <laughs> I, I like what he says. He's, this man is so racist. It's insane. I did like say. he can't help himself. He's like, you know, actually, what happens when you when you let when you let brothers on the floors? Yo, you get you what let, happens is, in Memphis? <laughs> this this is this is where this is the first time with Tyree Nichols. The first time that I and yo fuck these cops, right? Fuck them. But this is the first time that I heard uh, cops being called thugs. Right? Yeah. Like they called him thugs. And I was like, I was like, yo, bro, like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, bro? You're right. He's so racist. He can't help himself. He's like, yeah, Tyree Nichols died because those cops were black. It's literally literally exactly what he just said. He has racist arrest. He just can't stop. Like, he just has to, like, lash out. (laughs) Yeah. He just, like, says slurs just because he has to. Just. Thinly coded, thinly coded slurs. You just called them thugs. That's basically what you did. Yeah. In in Chicago, the proportion of crimes reported that resulted in arrest, which stood at nearly thirty one percent in two thousand five, fell to twelve point three percent in two thousand twenty one. Even that may be an undercount, since fewer crimes in the city are being reported both to and by the police. In New York, where major crimes rose by 22% last year, complaints of shoplifting have nearly doubled over the past five years, while the arrest rate since 2017 fell by almost half. Um, A report in the New York Times notes that a mere 327 shoplifters accounted for one-third of all arrests and that they had been arrested and rearrested more than 6,000 times. Why? Law enforcement and trade groups have blamed a proliferation of organized shoplifting crews repeat offenders, and the new state bail law that they argue has enabled such offenders to avoid jail time. We should start a shoplifting crew. Just one idea. We should, It does man. sound tight, yeah. I never uh, thought of it before, but, like, there's strength in numbers here. There are strength in numbers, man. Also, too, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not interested enough to even see where his sources are from, but, uh, I don't know. I feel like, especially during the pandemic, the last, like, couple of years, like, all of this panic about shoplifting um about like crime and stuff like you know when people actually looked into it like after all of this was said it was found out that all of this was a gross overreaction right like all of this was basically bullshit like i think people kept saying that oh uh crime in new york has been the highest it's been since the 90s which is actually like almost the opposite you know yeah so so i'm just like dude like also i mean i don't mean to be like but yo the cops killed like almost a thousand people last year dog whatever you want to say about shoplifting or crime speeds or whatever i'm pretty sure the cops have killed more fucking people you know what i mean yeah um he says in other words lax enforcement when it comes to petty criminality has led to big time criminality (laughs) big time (laughs) criminality big time the big time shoplifter crews (laughs) oh man and the consequences of supposedly victimless crimes like shoplifting has created a palpable sense of disorder, supposedly menace, and fear. Supposedly victimless Supposedly crimes. victimless crimes. Who's, who's being hurt? Who's being hurt, man? This uh, motherfucker, yo. Each conducive to the anything-goes atmosphere in which crime invariably flourishes. Will things get better? Eventually, yes, when a critical mass of voters recovers the simple combination of common sense and political will. 
Okay, I love Brett because Brett is the common sense fascist. He's like really, truly like the common sense Nazi. He's like, when will things get better? When voters finally realize that we need a strong authoritarian government (laughs) who is able to wield its powers in the streets against armed terrorists and criminals uh, with impunity. And and then in the next thing with Gail Collins, he'll be like, Trump needs to be held account for, uh, you know, paying my hush money to Stormy Daniels. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's like, well, I think common sense is a, uh, I think, a, I forget what podcast did this. Um, it might have been citations needed, but they, they kind of covered like that episode about common sense and, you know, the way that like, uh, uh, not just liberals use it, but like, I mean, like, yeah, Brett is like this fucking common sense fascist where I think for fascists who are already incli- for liberals who are already inclined to this kind of like authoritarianism anyway like to them it's just like oh no this just makes sense of course we would never defund the police you know because if we defund the police then who are going to protect these communities i mean would you even black and they'll say they'll pull numbers like even black communities the majority of black communities don't actually agree with defunding the police they want the common sense approach and it's like dude like anytime that you use that word common sense is just an invitation for the most insane irrational shit in an irrational shit in an irrational system you know what i'm saying Uh like it's shit that like obviously like outside of the system makes no fucking sense but to them this is like the only possible option that we have right because that's the only that they can't see a world in which like okay like maybe instead of giving the cops money like i don't know we give it to like social services you know what i mean like I, i mean i don't not that i have the answers but i mean look at new york city man like, you got Eric Adams, a former fucking cop who's mayor of New York City, and, like, not only are they doing draconian shit, like, with homelessness, but they're, like, shutting down, li- defunding libraries and shit like that, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Come the fuck on, man. I don't know. Yeah, this he guy's says, so insidious. He says, whether it occurs sooner or later is a difference that will be measured in thousands of lives, harmed or ended by the crime we collectively let happen. Brett Stevens, everybody. Brad Stevens, the, the crime we collect collectively uh, uh, commit. That's uh, Brad Stevens is telling you to uh, uh, be gay and do crime. We're all. It's your saying. fault, Aaron and Tom. We all mm. let those shoplifters steal those Gucci bags, my, and we let these shoplifting fault. crews flourish in the streets. Yeah, no, that's on all. Sh- that's on all of us. That's on all. That's on all of us, man. Let the uh, shoplifting crews steal uh, diapers and medicine and baby formula. And, uh, bad, bad, bad things um, that uh, people don't at all need or are too expensive to buy during a pandemic. <laughs> we should stop them. Actually, Brett Stevens. I think he should be. I, I want to see Brett Stevens be the first person to stop uh, somebody shoplifting because uh, usually, I mean, like overwhelmingly too i mean i don't have numbers for this but i mean just come the fuck on dog like people stealing shit that they fucking need you know and even if they don't sell the fuck what but i would love to see brett stevens try to stop somebody from exiting a a walmart um or some shit like that you know it would be hilarious and get his shit fucking (laughs) ma'am can i check your bags please (laughs) and it's like who the fuck are you get the fuck off just a concerned citizen (laughs) it'd be so good let's see him get rocked all right, fellas, I have to check out because I am about to die. You look like your eyes are going to swell shut. Yeah, it looks, it looks like your eyes are like, oh, yeah. I'm so miserable. Um, I should not have played today. I should not have done the show today, but sometimes 
you know, you, you start thinking, you, you have more confidence when you start. You're like, I got you this. Know. I can you fucking do this. This is your flu game. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is your flu if it game. turns out to be an all-timer episode. Except it's not. It's just <laughs> fucking allergies. That's how much of a bitch I am. I'm just so, I was like waylaid by fucking allergies. <laughs> One fucking, uh, gnarly thing has with the allergies is you can't think straight. Too. I can't think straight at all right now. Mm. It's hard to get your thoughts together. I hate when that happens. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. Good run, boys. Good run. All right. And, uh, hell yeah. Well, all right, gang. Thanks for listening this week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Peace out. Bye-bye.